speaking, it was done. Welcome to sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Reverend Dr. Matthew Richard. The Holy Gospel, according to St. Mark, the 8th chapter. In those days, when again a great crowd had gathered, and they had nothing to eat, Jesus called his disciples to him and said to them, I have compassion on the crowd, because they have been with me now three days and have nothing to eat. And if I send them away hungry to their homes, they will faint on the way. And some of them have come from far away. And his disciples answered him, How can one feed these people with bread here in this desolate place? And he asked them, How many loaves do you have? They said, Seven. And he directed the crowd to sit down on the ground. And he took the seven loaves, and having given thanks, he broke them and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And they set them before the crowd. And they had a few small fish. And and having blessed them, he said that these also should be set before them. And they ate and were satisfied. And they took up the broken pieces left over, seven baskets full. And there were about 4,000 people, and he sent them away. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, in America, we have this phenomenon called church shopping and church hopping. We have shoppers and hoppers, if you will. Those who hop around from church to church, they try to find the perfect match, the perfect match that will make all their wildest dreams come true. And so they hop from church to church to church, trying to find that perfect church that will meet all of their needs. Those who move into a new community, though, and set out on a year-long journey. I'm not talking about a couple months to locate a church, but I'm talking about a year to year and a half to shop around to find that picture-perfect church. Well, those people are called church shoppers. On and on and on shopping, you will, they will go. Now, the terms church hopper and church shopper do not apply. We must be very clear. They do not apply to those who leave a church over a legitimate It's a legitimate doctrinal disagreement with the pastor or the denomination, if you will. In those cases, sometimes, unfortunately, it is essential to leave a church over doctrinal disagreement on faithfulness to the Word of God. This also does not apply to a person who gets a new job or a transfer of a job and then quickly joins a faithful church in a new location. But rather, these two terms are applied specifically They're to a specific way of thinking that is in America. In other words, there are some very consistent ways in which these two ways of thinking, thinking, these two ways of hopping and shopping come across. You see, whether you're hopping or shopping, both of these seek out a church to fulfill preferences, to join a church that are most convenient Individuals who are hopping or shopping, they may choose a church based upon one of the following. Number one, the church's location. 
to their home. Number two, the vibrancy of the children's ministry. Number three, perhaps the charisma of the pastor. Number four, the quality of the potluck meals. You could use other things such as probably the coffee bar or perhaps even this. Is the church the who's who church in the community? Do all the important people of the community attend that church? Is it moving and shaking in the community? The point being, the criteria used to find a perfect church is not the church's faithfulness to the word, but that which makes the person feel comfortable, that which makes the person have convenience to them. Now, if a decision comes about, a decision arises between two different churches, church hoppers and church shoppers will decide which church to go to Again, not on the basis of the word of God and faithfulness to the scriptures, but rather which church has a better facility, which one has better padded seats, which one has a better logo, which one has a better website, better tasting coffee, better nursery, which one is closer to their home. The mentality is all about preference and comfort and convenience and not, <clears throat> excuse me, and not faithfulness to the word, to the Bible itself. In some cases, these individuals will prefer a Sunday school class at one church, and then they'll pack up and they'll go to church in another church itself for the style of music. Again, preference, convenience, and so forth. I mention all of this because this kind of thinking is unique to us Americans. Furthermore, we're easily tempted to believe this mentality of church shopping and church hopping as well here at St. Paul's. In other, words, <clears throat> in other words, we can easily become attracted to churches down the street and down the community that have a better tasting coffee bar, that are bigger and better, have better technology, nicer carpet, and better facilities. We can look at them and we start to wander down this path. We can find ourselves thinking that we would be more comfortable in these other churches, which subtly draws us to want to hop over to these other churches. If we, well, if we do not become a church hopper, then we quietly, though, we don't hop, we quietly grumble in our hearts that our local church is not as convenient or good as these other churches down the street. Tragically, when we base our motives for going to church on what we think we need or what we think we want, our preferences or convenience, what well, we bought into the American consumeristic mentality and find ourselves at odds with God's word. As we consider God's word, though, as we consider God's word this morning from the Gospel of Mark, we must take note that the people of the time had some profound zeal, some indeed, some profound zeal. It was a hot time of the year when this was spoken and when this happened, when they were on that wilderness plain to hear Jesus speak. It was hot, yet at that time, great numbers of people, they flocked to Jesus up a mountain to, to a wilderness region to hear Jesus speak by the Sea of Galilee. With their sick friends and with all of their children and all of their goodie bags and so forth, they came out in droves to see Jesus and to hear Jesus. The text says some 4,000 men, that's not including women and children, potentially 10,000 people, they came from a long distance, 10,000, 10,000 people through rough terrain to hear Christ. Once they were there in the presence of Jesus to hear him, the day passed by quickly. 
For the thousands of people out in the wilderness region, though, night well began to fall on them. And with darkness emerging, there was coolness, we suppose, in the air settling in. However, contrary to what we might think, no one went home. Instead, they were content to sleep on the hard ground under the open sky. The next day they awoke in order to hear Jesus yet again. And again, that day passed by quickly, and they found themselves not returning home, but sleeping yet again on that hard ground to be in the presence of Jesus. Now, think of this. No climate control for these people. No nice air conditioning or heat at night. No potlucks. No padded seats. No technology. No foam mattress. No blow-up mattress itself. They had none of this. We get the impression from our gospel reading that none of this really mattered to them. They did not care about these things, for they were there to be with the good shepherd. That is what was important. Now, let's be honest. As we contemplate this gospel reading and consider from this perspective, it's very convicting. Ah, It's convicting to me too as well. The reason why, well, this church-hopping mentality and our sinful nature want to cling to Jesus and be with Christ only insofar as we can do this without having to sacrifice much of anything. You see, if it costs us our time, our money, our rest, our comfort, our honor, or other earthly things, well, church hoppers and our sinful nature begin to grumble and threaten that we're going to start looking for another church to make it easier. In other words, if we should have to travel a long distance, if the church service goes a little bit too long to bump into opening kickoff, if the church, indeed, the music is too slow that particular day, or if it's too hot, We cry foul. We run to the victim card, and then we seek out ways that our lack of comfort can be alleviated, that it can be addressed. Dear friends, we need to repent. We need to repent as a church for this church-shopping and church-hopping mentality. For Christianity is not about our earthly comfort, but it is about Christ. In other words, it is about receiving Jesus and him alone. The people of our gospel reading, they were driven by the Holy Spirit, as we heard, with their children and their sick to the burning heat in the wilderness itself to hear and be with Christ. Many would have considered them fools, though, for doing such a thing. Many would have laughed at such a stupid thing. However, the people who went to Jesus did not seem to care what others thought. They did not seem to worry about the luxury of comfort or their preferences. They were sheep without a shepherd, and they wanted to be with their shepherd, plain and simple. To the world, though, in comparison, all of this, again, as we mentioned, seems nonsense. And nothing has changed right now and today as well. You see, false Christians lose interest with Jesus and his church, and they wander off to satisfy their comfort and preferences with entertainment and comfort in other showy and flashy churches. Church hoppers, they will leave the church and go to fake churches that are void of the word and sacrament to be entertained and have their ears tickled themselves. And pagans, well, they will laugh. They'll laugh at Christians and will work to put extra dollars in their pocket on Sunday morning while Christians are sitting in a padded pew in a so-called boring church. Dear friends, it is true that many in this fallen world will give up on 
Jesus' church and encourage you to do the same, to go the way of comfort and ease. Others will tell you that they would come to Jesus' church if the sermons tickled their ears a bit more, or if it was not so long or so boring or irrelevant or so early in the morning. The devil will even tell you to give up and find something easier, something easier indeed. The devil, he'll whisper into your ear, you know, you can just worship God while fishing on the lake, or you can stay home and watch a heretical preacher man on television while you eat Lucky Charms in your pajamas. It's okay. But you, dear Christians, do not be tempted to lose hope. You see, pagans, they gain no advantage over you when they work while you sit here to receive the glorious gifts of God. The false Christians seeking after comfort, well, get this, they will never find rest, for it is only in Christ, it is only in Christ that there's true rest. And as far as church hoppers who are seeking out supposed fun and relevant churches on the basis of preference, and comfort and not on the basis of the faithful proclamation of the word and sacraments, well, you must hold steadfast. For these individuals are like reeds blowing in a wind, always wanting, never satisfied, tragically speaking. Yes, remain steadfast, baptized saints. You must hold steadfast in the church where you receive of first importance, Christ. In all truth, though, we need to admit this morning right now, that we certainly have a very comfortable church here at St. Paul's. As we mentioned before, we have an extremely nice facility, extremely well put together, good bulletins. We have comfortable pews. As I mentioned in the first service, these pews and these pads are really broken in, very comfy. We have great technology, great potlucks. And don't get me wrong, this is all good. God be praised for that. However, it is not the main reason why we're here today. Furthermore, this is not what should draw you and others to this church. You see, the reason why we are here today is not for comfort, it's not for our preference, it's not for our reputation, it's not for convenience, not for any of these things. But rather, we are here for the same reason why the people went into that wilderness. We are here to be in the presence of our Good Shepherd, Christ Jesus, for the forgiveness of sins. We are here to freely receive from that word and sacrament for us, for you. And so as the world and false Christians and church hoppers may consider us foolish for going to what they may seem like, to what may seem like a boring church service to them, we know that Jesus does not see us as fools. Christ is neither boring nor irrelevant. Truly, Jesus did not see the people in the wilderness as foolish for coming out into the wilderness, for he had compassion on them, and he has compassion on you as well. Indeed, Jesus had the people in the wilderness, he had compassion for them as he sat down with them, as he multiplied bread and fish, as he fed their bodies while he feeding their souls at the same time, he took care of them. And the same is true for you. So baptized saints, take comfort. Your Jesus has compassion on you. You are forgiven for your church-hopping heart, and me as well. And you are also fed not with bread and fish, but with his holy body and blood. And as you are refreshed and strengthened, you are indeed sent home back to your families and your workplaces with forgiveness, life, and salvation given to you. Today, as you receive Christ and his word and his sacrament, walk with him without fear, walk in him without fear, 
knowing that you do not need to scramble around looking to find comfort and ease and satisfaction for your soul, but know that you already have that in Christ. In Christ. No need to jump from church to church. No need to scurry around in frantic spiritual dilemmas, for Christ promises to meet you with compassion today, and he does in his word and sacrament for you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.